Welcome to Naj Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we are following up on Critters by Critters 2. Did I remember to say that Lynn Shay is in both of these movies? Because I didn't bring her up a lot, because she was just in the first one. She was just the uh, dispatch for the cop shop. Her name was Sally. In this one, she works for a newspaper, and her name is Sal. So I don't know if she's supposed to be the same character or not. She doesn't act like she's the same character, but there you go. And as I said in the solo review, the general replaces uh, Harv from the first one. So he's new Harv. And I think there's not anybody else worth bringing up. So they went harder into the comedy on this one. Like, at one point in time, one of the the critters gets the top part of its scalp blown off and it looks into a, a mirror and it goes bitchin also the thing at the end is a bit ridiculous a little girl gets chased around while she's on a trike which is kind of funny considering they can shoot needles at people that can stick into the side of a truck we see in this movie they did tame some stuff back from the first one like in the first one towards the end and this all happened in like one day in the first one this one takes a few days but by the end of the day they ate so much stuff on the farm that one grew to like you know people sized and they get there's a big one later and they all seem shocked that there's a big one later when brad literally saw one that dwarfs that one and then the rest stay like good sized like the medium size i guess after after the eggs hatch and uh it's weird it's weird that they totally just skipped over the fact that they get huge i don't think they get huge in anything else well at least any of the four movies but i could be mistaken i haven't seen the third one the fourth one in quite some time so was there anything else i needed to talk about from the first one oh it's been two years since the first one and Brad is coming back into town because their family left town. He's uh, meeting with his, his Grammy for Easter break. And, you know, stuff happens and we have a movie. This one's not as good as the first one by a little bit. But, you know, there may or may not be a naked lady in this one. So that might bump up the score a notch or two, depending on who you are. It is a kind of funny scene when the naked lady happens. So let's get into this overview. We start with Charlie, Ugg, and Lee on a hunt. They're hunting this worm thing. Charlie gets ambushed by it and Ugg has to blow it away. Ugg is still Terrence Mann faced or Johnny Steele, whatever you want to call him. And Lee's still blank faced. The new warden calls in and this warden is a puppet instead of a dude in makeup like in the first one. Still has the same kind of fingers though. But he's like alien, big giant brain, stick arms with little circles on the end of them. And he's like, your job is not finished from two years ago. We scammed the planet you were on two years later instead of right after. Go back and kill the Krites. So they're going back to Earth. Brad's coming into town on a bus. He hides his name because nobody believes the story of the first movie. Which, I mean, I guess... Even though the townsfolk saw people's faces transform in front of them and laser guns explode fucking bowling rings and shit like that. And if they could hear gunshots from the Brown family's property in the first movie, how did they not hear or see the two ginormous explosions at the end of that movie and go, hmm, that's weird how the house is built again? Anyway, it's one of those things where it's like, this one's a little bit weird to be able to say, no, nothing happened. Plus, no fucking way there's not a dead critter 
or they wouldn't have found those fucking stupid eggs. Okay, biggest gripe of the movie is the fact that it's a sequel and they had to make it work somehow, I guess. I don't know. But we cut to this punk whose name is Wesley, but I'm just going to call him a punk for this whole thing because he's like, I have a black leather jacket with chains and shiny shit on it. I prefer my leather jackets a little bit more plain, just saying. But he's bringing this old guy to the Bradley Brown farm that's no trespassing nobody's lived there for two years and he sells these easter eggs quote-unquote easter eggs to the old guy for oh we don't see the four until later but they make a, a comment that it's cold in the barn and I guess it's been cold in that barn for two years straight because these eggs haven't done anything to the gazette we get Meg Meg's dad and Lynn Shay's character and Lynn wants to interview Brad real real bad and Meg's dad's like how about no but Meg kind of has a crush on Brad so guess who's going to get an interview at some point it might be Brad I don't know we're at the granny's house and she's a gross vegetarian don't worry about it if she's going to badmouth me I'm going to badmouth vegetarians then we cut to the old guy's place and he's got a pit bull as a, a guard and they then we cut to Lynn talking to Harv and Harv's like how about you just fuck off and i'm gonna go watch tv fair enough ruined his life talking about these things so he's like don't care don't care if brad's back in town fuck off old guy's place there's a heater the punk is paid in beer and a porno mag at least one the mag does fly out of the car while he's driving away that's important for naked ladies later charlie ugg and lee charlie's nervous to go back home he only had one friend it was brad he doesn't want to be left on earth because he wants to be a bounty hunter and ugg is like charlie bounty hunter he feels as he feels important as a bounty hunter so that's why he wants to stay a bounty hunter makes sense to me we go to the fast food place which i didn't remember the name of or care i think it's like uh, polar burgers or some stupid shit like that with a horrific music playing in the place the punk hits on meg she's like how about no how about never brad tries to get him to back off but he gets his ass kicked and then meg teleports into her truck to be fair there is a cut before he gets kicked out of the front doors by the punk but she rolls up in her truck and and grabs him and drives him back to granny's house and on the way she gets him to recognize her she wasn't in the first movie nobody's in the first movie besides the people i already brought up he makes it really awkward he makes it a breast joke that doesn't go over well but we're at the old guy and granny buys some of those gross eggs for 20 bucks by the way the eggs are like green lumpy splotched with black marks and bigger than a chicken egg meg's little sister gets one of those eggs for freezies by uh granny because the granny like takes care of all the kids in town she like watches them and teaches them that meat's bad for you but we're back to the old guys his dog bowl is chewed up also his dog's pretty chewed up not gonna lie because the eggs hatched and he gets up onto a stool and tries to climb up into the rafters but he gets his big toe bitten off and then they bite through the stool and they swarm him to meg's house we go they're painting eggs the little sister gets tired and they put her to sleep and she puts her easter bunny it's not chocolate it's something else because the old lady gave it to her i don't know and the egg next to the heater like that's a smart idea <laughs> whatever we cut to brad he finds the old com from the end of the first movie and a picture of charlie he doesn't know that charlie went with the bounty hunters he just disappeared i mean i'd have put two and two together but as he's reflecting in the window we see you know the spaceship entering earth's atmosphere back to the sister's room the egg hatches and we get a pov of a little baby critter fucking around but her arm and her legs roll off the side of the bed while she's tossing and turning and is trying to eat him but the dad checks up on her just in time and walks in without looking and just squashes the baby crit crite just thinks it's the egg and apologizes and we go to church 
The new sheriff, don't care what his name is, doesn't want to be Easter Bunny, but Harv was always Easter Bunny. So the old ladies are putting the eggs out for the Easter egg hunt, but during church services, Easter Sheriff is bitching to himself that he even has to do this. Like, calm down. It's one day, hour, you're in a fucking stupid costume. Get over it. You can't zip up the front. That's important because uh, about three krites, maybe four, jump straight into that hole. And as the church service is going on, he jumps through the front window. Service is over. Town says it's some stupid farm accident. Meg is like, yeah, it's totally not that. I believe your story from two years ago. I'm going to the sheriff. You coming? The real sheriff. And he's like, yeah, all right. We're at Harv's now. And he straight fucks off. Gets in his car. Fucking drives away. Finally... The ship lands. Charlie goes out ahead. He's all nervous and shit because he's back on Earth. He finds the porno mag. Uh, Ugg tells Lee to transform and he's transforming into Charlie. But Charlie's like, no, I don't want a doppelganger me. So he puts up the centerfold of the magazine, like, on accident. He puts up the magazine so he doesn't get seen. Centerfold pops out. Uh, so Lee turns into the centerfold with a staple in her stomach and all. He pull it. So, okay. Her boobs inflate and her butt inflates. His, whatever you want to call it. And as that happens, it tears off all of her clothes, except for her boots, a thong, and their gun. Their guns are handheld now. They're not swivelly. Lee seems to like the change, but also doesn't care that she's naked. Pretty sure that was just fan service to see more boobs, but whatever. Uh, Lee says, kill Kreitz, and walks the fuck off naked. Charlie's like, you're gonna need these clothes, Lee, and runs after him. So, I thought it was funny. Whatever. Back to Megan Brad. They're going past the old guy's house, or fucking where, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's a shack. And, uh, Lynn jumps in front of the truck. She's like, I saw a fuzzy ball roll into the fucking this place and i'm freaking out man brad goes to check when he opens the door a partially eaten old guy falls out like his eyeball part of his head and then it's like i don't know several lots there's lots of them way more than eight (laughs) and they start shooting needles at the truck stick into the side of the truck and they start flinging themselves at the truck as they try to escape finally get the truck going and one of them bites onto the tire it inflates because it's a comedy and then as they drive away they get squished and they pan down and you get to see it squished We go to Granny's house, and uh, one of them is eating shit, trying to find something to eat in the refrigerator, but all of it's gross, nasty nasty vegetation. Brad comes in to help keep the critter in the kitchen, and is looking for the comms. He finally finds it. He presses the button. As soon as he presses a button on it, the fucking front door explodes, and so does the crate against the wall. But only Ugg and Lee come into the front door after exploding it, and... Brad has to double take the hot space babe in hot space babe leather armor now. (laughs) At least her boobs aren't out, right? But as they're leaving to go with the bounty hunters, Charlie pops up and they meet up. And they're very, very excited to see each other. Brad does... I don't know if Brad actually believes that he's a bounty hunter too or just mimicking them. At least he doesn't in the beginning. I he, he starts to believe it towards toward the end of this conversation, I think. But, like I said earlier, he's fucking useless. He's not drunk anymore, but he's still useless. At this point, Meg's dad is under attack. The hunters show up at the fast food place, and just, there's so many krites there. So fucking many. So they explode them all, except two. This is where the one gets the top of his head blown off and says bitchin' and then gets exploded. But one gets deep fried, which is gross, because it's bathing, it's all red and nasty. And then the biggest one fucking rollerballs through through the door and down the road, and he has a strike on a bunch of people set up like fucking pins, running away. Wasn't super funny, but hey. But at this point, the town's fully under attack. They cut the phone lines, they block the roads out of town. 
all the people congregate at the church. After blowing up all of the crites in the fast food place, the cashier is like, hey, are you going to pay for that? And then Lee turns into this nerdy, nerdy fucking dude in hot space babe clothes. And it's pretty funny. He just like, kill more crites and walks off. Lee can't say much more than just kill crites. Then we get the hunters walking through town just shooting at shit, blowing stuff up. All of the people are in the church. <laughs> Charlie follows Lee once he turned into the nerdy guy. And he's starting to turn into Freddy Krueger because it's a New Line movie. So why the fuck not, right? <laughs> and Charlie's like, how about we don't make you be a nightmare? And puts up the magazine again. Lee's a girl again. But since they're separated, one of the Krites lures Lee into a back alley and she gets swarmed by him. And by the time Ugg gets there to help after hearing the blood-curdling scream that literally everybody heard... And all of the explosions, all that's left is an arm with only meat on the hand holding the gun. And Ugg freaks out and yells, and he goes blank-faced. So we're in the church now. Ugg is basically catatonic. I mean, they can't talk unless they're transformed, but he barely even moves now. The Krites are assembling for something. We don't know what yet. Uh, now this is where the little sister gets chased on a, a fucking trike, and Brad is, like, whacking them away with a stick, and then all of a sudden Harv comes in and unloads fucking two six-shooters, saves them both. Even more Krites are gathering now. So now we have the whole, let's blame this shit on people whose not fault it is. So the whole town starts to turn on Brad, because Brad's trying to think of a plan to stop them. Because they showed up two years ago and they showed up now when Brad was around. And then Harv's like, hey, why don't y'all shut the fuck up? This shit ain't helping, you stupid fucks. We need to have a plan. So Brad's like, how about we get them all into the fast food warehouse and blow it the fuck up? Sounds like a plan to everybody else. Brad, Charlie, and the punk volunteer to help. But then Harv's like, well, y'all just fucking volunteered, you pussies. Save your own fucking town. Let's do this. So they get a bunch of gas, explosives, and food all in one spot of this warehouse, and they, they set up a fan. And the wind's not blowing. And it's working. They all start rolling towards the meat place. But then the wind kicks up, so now they can smell live meat. <laughs> the Krites are like, live meat! And start going the other direction. And then this big one stands up. It's like three times as big as the rest of them. And he just yells, cheeseburger! No bones! And that convinces them to all roll into the place. Brad meets eyes with the biggest one after they're all in there. And uh, it's Ugg. Transforms back into Ugg. And he gets bit on the foot. When he tries to escape, but they get a, he gets away just in time to help close the door and they blow the fuck up. And then they all cheer and Brad and Meg start to almost kiss because love interests have to happen. But it's not done. The front doors blow open and it's a massive ball. They all combine into one huge ball of fur and teeth. And I think how they did it was they got a giant balloon type situation that they just skinned different patches of color. My only gripe with this giant fucking ball is that means they could just shoot out their needles while they're rolling and just fucking needle everybody and just eat the whole town. They don't do that. What they do do is roll over a guy and by the time they roll over him, he's stripped to the bone. And they it rolls over like two other people in the background while everybody's scattering. But all of the kids are in the church. All of the adults, except for like the pastor, were following the march of the Krites to blow them up. So Brad and Meg get into her truck and they try to head it off and it rips off the door with their teeth. They get it off course, but then they flip the truck because of a turn and they hit a 
uh, like a, some hay that flipped the truck over. And then the ball rolls back around and is coming straight to the church where all the kids are. And Charlie comes in with the spaceship yelling, he's a bounty hunter, and fucking just crashes it into it and explodes all the crites. And he saves the fucking day. Then Ugg turns into Charlie. And then we get to the next day. Harv and Brad are leaving on the bus. Charlie comes up because he's still alive. Ugg gets beamed up but has to leave uh, Charlie on Earth for Critters 3. Brad and Meg finally fucking kiss. Harv throws Charlie a badge as if that fucking means anything. Nobody's going to vote Charlie in as sheriff. Okay, then the credits roll to a terrible song. My biggest criticism, my other criticism, other than the fact that they changed some stuff to make a sequel instead of just using the lore to make a different sequel, is Charlie. I like Charlie, but after two years of bounty hunter, bounty hunting, and when they kill that worm thing, they put its head into their storage of other things that they've hunted, and there's like tons of things that means charlie had to help with at least at least a hundred fucking other hunts and he's still useless he's not drinking anymore all the shit that he thought was real i just he can be a goofball i just would like if he was a little bit more competent and that's it not a lot more competent but a little i do believe he gets more competent by the fourth movie but that's all i gotta say about critters oh it came out in 88 when i was born i was born in 88 (laughs) i don't know why that matters but whatever Anyway, next week is a movie I uh, just watched uh, the other night for the first time. It's uh, it's another found footage movie like The Blair Witch, but I actually enjoyed this one, or at least I didn't hate it. It's called Butterfly Kisses, and it was it was recommended on a YouTube channel that I watch like a few years ago, and I finally got around to watching it. So next week, found footage, Butterfly Kisses. We'll see how this goes because it's set up like a it's like three documentaries all wrapped into one movie so we'll see if i can navigate that movie in a way that makes sense to all you folks but anyway hope you all have a good week and i'll talk to you next week bye